Welcome to the Propel on Purpose podcast. I am on a mission to help first-generation founders build wealth through entrepreneurship and do so without sacrificing their well-being. I am your host, Angelise Cordero, HR and leadership expert, Cuba-born Jersey girl, cafecito lover, dog mom to guava, newly minted fiancé, and your HR business bestie. If you're a small business owner who's growing a service-based business, you're in the right place. We're here to talk business, self-care, and leadership to empower your high performance and happiness. Let's pop. Hello, business besties. I am beyond excited to bring you the first Cafecito con CEO segment of this podcast and to introduce you all to one of my dear, dear boss clients, Latina founder and CEO of My Wellness Solutions, whose vision is to be an oasis of health by bringing holistic wellness solutions and advocating for the Black and Latino community in Harlem. Welcome, Indira Santana, to the Propel on Purpose podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Um, coincidentally, coincidentally, I started a cleanse today. So no cafecito for me. I'm having a smoothie. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. I already had my cafecito, so I'm just going to have water. So I'm right there with you. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Let's start with your story and your why. Please share with our business besties a little bit about yourself and your business journey. Awesome. So my name is Indira Santana. Um founder of My Wellness Solutions, and um, we are a holistic wellness center in, um, in, in minority communities. So right now we are in Harlem, and our why, my why, really is um, when I graduated from, from college, I used to do pharmaceutical marketing, um, and our market was Hispanics in the United States, and just seeing that our pathway to treatment was very different. We're going to try to take care of ourselves first before we go to the hospital, right? So we're going to have our the vapor rub, the this, the that. And, <laughs> and I was just seeing that these huge pharmaceutical companies, they're like selling to us, but it just, it, it wasn't, it's not resonating. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, since we came to this country from um, Dominican Republic, my mom's always been in the health and wellness space. And so really seeing an opportunity to help first is help my mom in the, the learning that I was having in corporate America about just in general health and wellness and really taking it to the next level. And that's when we opened our first um, My Wellness Solutions in the South Bronx. We used to be on 156th Street and 3rd Avenue. And fast forward to almost 14 years later, um, you know, we've had multiple locations and really it's been an honor to serve thousands of clients and really helping them to reduce their symptoms, mm-hmm. listening to them, validating that, yes, you feel this way. It's not just mm-hmm. about what doctors tell you, oh, lose some weight or, oh, it's your age or, oh, it's this or it's that. Yes. If you feel all over the place, there is something happening and there is something that you can do. So um, it's been an honor over these 14 years, not just to support, um, you know, our clients, but also to 
um, my team um, and really helping to develop them and have women who really do care about the customer, um, the client experience and, and, and helping them to really reduce their symptoms and, and just live vibrant lives. Wow. I love this. I didn't even know this part of the story, how it actually started with your mom. And I find that so interesting because as Latinos who even us that were both immigrant or children of immigrant, there there comes a point, especially if you have the opportunity to go to college and you have this framework to look through to, to look at the world through, right? That is very different than some of our cultural values there there sometimes comes a point where you start to disassociate or you start to devalue some of the the beliefs because you're you're trained as a student and then as a college student to value these these other beliefs right (laughs) and so I'm just really curious for you how did you stay true to the values that your mom taught you about health and wellness and about you know, understanding and really tapping into the body and these other ways of healing instead of the more traditional healthcare ways. Because that's so interesting. You know, I think it's, it's, it's the day to day of actually being with clients and, and seeing how, when you can take care of yourself, when you make very small changes, especially culturally for us, like our food, you know, I tell, I, I work with, um, you know, a, a Latina uh, older lady, let's say, and she has no idea what a good salad is. Mm-hmm. Many of them think that it's like lettuce and tomatoes, right? We know, mm-hmm. we know, we know mm-hmm. that there's other options in how you can, you know, nourish yourself, but it's really been just every day being able to educate um, and, 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 and really seeing, the change that you're able to give um, Mm -hmm. and just how passionate you can see someone the other day, for example, I, I had a client that came to leave me her baton. She said, Indira, I don't need this anymore. I'm like, Oh, wow. What? This old lady, she came to my location. She's like, I came to give this to you because I don't need it anymore. Um, and I, she's been dealing with like this, this pain, chronic pain. And just, again, we made really small changes with her, but they trust us because they're going to trust us before they go to the the hospital. And it's just because we've just been really let down by the traditional medical system. Mm -hmm. And again, just dismissed by the medical system. Um, so being able to really provide a, a safe space for so many in our community it's every day is motivating. Yeah. Well, kudos to you for acknowledging that I might have gotten this very formal education and uh, learned about this framework and these systems. However, I see a bigger value in my own culture and our beliefs and the way to treat ourselves more holistically. Because again, sometimes people create a distance and the further you can distance yourself from like where you started, that starts to feel like success. Or at least that's how we're trained to think about success. We're programmed that way in this very American capitalist society, right? And and thankfully, thankfully, my, my mom was just always very entrepreneurial. Mm. Um, and she was always like, do your, you know, do your own thing. She's, she's always, she's never had a real like 
like corporate job here mm-hmm. yeah. um except you know except during one time she was like doing cleaning overnight that's like the realest job she's ever had mm-hmm. and so when I was in corporate and just again it's seeing that they're like paint they're doing what my mom is doing mm-hmm. so why is my mom not doing it on a larger scale mm, um, and, yes. and really being able to take what I learned in corporate to create this you know, multi-million dollar business over the last, um, you know, over the last 14 years. Um, it's, it's been, it's been fun. And, and, and I trust my mom in terms of her, you know, her, her knowledge and her education that she's had here. So it's been, and it's, you know, it's been a, a group effort for sure. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, so, so good. I want to get more into, all of it. Um, I really want to get real because one of the challenges I find in business today is that because of social media and the gram and now TikTok, we only get the highlight reel of someone's life or business journey. Even, you know, there's a lot of, I follow a lot of entrepreneurs and they give you the highlight, most of them and the success. Like now I'm a multi-million dollar business, but the journey to get there we know is not an overnight journey. We know is full of challenges and days where you want to give up. And there's a roller coaster in a single day where you could start off really high and then have the craziest curveball thrown at you. And whoo, every day you really have to decide and choose that this is the path that you want to continue to pursue because there's a greater purpose. There's an impact that you're trying to make. And so what I find that happens is that when we're struggling in something in our business, especially those of us who are figuring it out on our own because we didn't come from a family of business owners, or even if your parents, like your mom, my mom was too, very entrepreneurial, you know, they they might have that entrepreneurial spirit, but not necessarily know how to function in these American systems and in this capitalist way, right? So we're figuring a lot of it out on our own. And when we're when something isn't going how we want it to go or how we expect it and and we feel like something is wrong, we think something is wrong with us. Like we're the only ones having this issue. And sometimes it's really hard for us to ask for help or for support because it's admitting that like you don't have it all together, that you don't have everything under control. And as a business owner, especially for you as a leader of other people, it's really hard to say like, oh, I I need support. I don't know what I'm doing. I need to figure this out. So first of all, does that even resonate with you? And do you put that sort of pressure on yourself to figure it out on your own? And if so, can you share maybe a story of a challenging time that's made you realize that you can lean into others? And, you know, I hope that by you sharing that story, others can see like, hey, there's there's a lot of power in solidarity. There's a lot of power in sharing the reality so that it feels less isolating and that we all go through these challenges as business owners. Absolutely. Um, and I'll start with um, one of the, first of all, working with you has been a blessing over the past um, oh, you know, thank over you. The past few months because I think it was the first time that I was really like raising my hand. I need help. Um mm-hmm. Because we don't, we learn the day to day of the business, but we don't realize that when we are entrepreneurs in a service based industry, our product is our 
team. Mm-hmm. And so really helping to, um, you know, create all the work that we've been doing with, 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 with the team now. My daily reminder is I am here for greater impact. And mm-hmm. that's one of my nuggets um, from, from, one of our, from one of our sessions. I, I wrote that and I have it everywhere. I'm here for greater impact. And every single day is a challenge. Every single day is a challenge because, um, you know, we're just, again, constantly pulled in a thousand different directions and the exhaustion is real and the, oh, but look at this entrepreneur. She's like living her best life. And, you know, her business is booming from what we see on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. you don't know. You don't know what's happening on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one example um, recent that I can that I can bring up is is um, the decision that I had to make to close my one of one of our locations. Um, and it's interesting because the decision was not made because of finances. The decision was not made because. Well, finances, right? That's the only reason that folks will shut down. You know, mm-hmm. we have a thriving, thriving business. Um, and, um, you know, blessed to, to be able to employ all of these women. But it got too big mm. for me to manage. And I had to really sit in making the decision whether I'm going to... Um, if it's going to be MWS or me, but not both of us are making it. <laughs> We're not both making it out of this. That's real. That is real. Mm-hmm. We're not going to make it out of this in, the, in, 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 in its entirety, right? Like either right. I'm going to be cut in half or, or the, or, you know, or the business will. Um, and it was a really, really tough, tough decision to make um, because we, the, the help and the support just I, I feel like if I would have um, started to organize better um, with with just the growth of, of the business and seeing that oh my gosh this is growing so fast what now it's that time to like put the brakes and focus on your people and focus on the people development because that's really what what that's really what is going to be able to take us to the next step. So mm-hmm. making that decision to take a step back and, and, and it's okay um, in order to be able to give our clients the best, you know, the best customer service. It was really important for me to dedicate time to the team. Um, so, yeah, I think that's. Oof, well, first of all, thank you for sharing that. It's so powerful to hear you express how no, someone who might not know this or from the outside looking in, they might think of this as a form of failure because it's closing a location. Yeah. And you probably felt that way too for a moment in time. And then you realize what I need is to be a, in order to grow, you actually sometimes need to take a step back and to double down on the foundation to create a really strong foundation because it's hard to build a house, a a house that's going to endure and make it through all of the trying weathered times without a really strong foundation, because then you'll start to get the leaks and the issues. And not only is that going to be more costly, but it's going to be more disruptive to your living situation and your flow. And a business is the same where if you 
you might grow to a certain level without the, some of those foundations, but then as you continue to grow, especially rapid growth, yeah. and you don't have those foundational things, or they're not as solid, as strong as they could be, that's when you start to see the cracks and feel the cracks in your business. Um, so thank you for sharing that because it's so important for business owners who are listening in to remember that that is important. And that what I love uh, as well is that it's you and my, my MWS, like there is no MWS without you. So being able to take a step back and say, I need to take care of myself in the process of being a business owner. And I need to do this in a way that isn't sacrificing all of me because I will burn out. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, then the business won't even be able to exist. So sometimes we make those sacrifices in the name of this greater impact and this greater good without realizing, well, that's not going to continue if I can't continue to pour into it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also, I think we put that pressure or maybe I have put that pressure. Of course I put the pressure on myself because of this whole failure thing. And what is mm -hmm. it going to look externally? Right. And, and it's just and the team and this and that and it's mm -hmm. just it's just we 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 again we're looking on social and seeing only highlights of everything yeah. and that you know there's 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 darkness here <laughs> there's darkness here um and it's a, and, and it really is a kind of constant battle of reminding yourself what it, why you're here um mm -hmm. because it can be easy to just to get yeah get caught in exhaustion. like the day-to-day -day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and the roller coaster yep I totally get that I totally get that well I commend you a great deal because you as you mentioned as a leader you did take a step back and realize I do need some support let's look for that support and that's how we came to working together and as you know uh, the Propel and Purpose mission is to help businesses cultivate high-performing teams and cultures and We've been working together since October of 2022, which is wild that it's been that long. Um, and it's been such a wonderful journey for me as a consultant and a coach to see all the parts of the business. And I've had an opportunity to meet your whole team. And they are so purpose-driven, truly, truly invested in the mission of MWS. So I did a training for your team. Oh, it's been like probably two months now. And it was a full day training. And I'm usually like exhausted after those. But I was so fired up, so fired up. Because it will, it just felt it filled me with so much joy to one be in a room full of Latinas who are working to empower the Latino and the black community. And they were just so aligned with the values. Like we did that exercise where we created the slogan for the team. And it was like, yes, yes, it just felt so aligned. So as a leader, how have you been able to create an environment where people believe deeply and work really hard to deliver on the business promise to its clients? Um, I think that... Um I, that it, it's a work in progress um but i think it's really about setting expectation and holding people accountable mm, say that again for the people in the back <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
<laughs> accountability and, and it's just it's, it's wild because um you know I've always had these like expectations and here's the rules and here's this and here's how you do this and here's that but if we don't have them if we don't hold them accountable to what the contract you know yeah. our our it's not a, I'm not talking about like a written contract that we're signing this is our this is like our agreement our mutual agreement is you're going to mm-hmm. do this and I'm going to provide you this um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and really, again, holding them accountable to, um, to, 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 to what we're expecting, um, you know, and as it relates to, to just the mission of, of, of really deeply, deeply, deeply caring, um, for our customer service experience and just getting our clients the results that they're expecting, um, after, you know, hearing about MWS over the last 14 years, um, it, it really is picking the right people. Mm. Um, and I know that we, you know, we've, we've, we've been able to, um, you know, do a lot of work in what is our hiring process. And I really wish that more small businesses would really educate small business owners, really educate themselves on just if you have the right team and if you mm-hmm. hire the right people and if you ask the right questions and if you have the right vibes for what you're looking, um, that's how flow happens. Because as again, in a service-based industry, you don't, if you're not mumbo jumboing together, if you're not like really vibing, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be, it's going to be an issue always. Yes. And thank you for bringing that up. I was going to ask, um, you know, since we've been working together, because when, when we first started, it really was the, the first focus was on effectively hiring and managing employees and performance. And yes, we, we were able to uh, elevate the hiring process and the performance management process and even how you were thinking about performance. And uh, I'm glad that you shared the importance of that. Have you noticed a shift since you now have these uh, additional tools as a business owner to more effectively hire and manage your team. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, and I think it's also um, not being afraid that it it can take a, it's going to take a little longer, but mm-hmm. allow the right people into your space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we might get kind of caught up in that I have to I have to hire somebody because I have to grow because I have to do this because I have to do that Mm -hmm. but if if it's not the right person from the beginning you're never going to see that growth you know because if someone's not aligned with your mission it's just never going to happen um and you know it's going to be in any type of in any type of industry oh my god yes this happens so often. I actually just did a presentation last Friday for um, the Hispanic Chamber here in New Jersey. And that's one of the points that I made that usually when you're at the point of hire, you feel like I need this person yesterday because you wait too long to, you know, probably or there's not enough planning in advance to figure out these are the roles that I'm going to need at these points in my business. And so you're rushing through that process and you're not creating the process as it should be from a very HR perspective. Mm-hmm. And there's value in that. There's value in having someone like myself share that, that that expertise and say, this is the most effective way to do this to get the kind of hire that you want. Because you could hire anybody to fill the seat, 
And most people hire, we've talked about this, for technical skills. Can they do the job? Do they have the credentials? That is not the same thing as hiring for fit, for cultural fit, for the vibe. Like, are they going to vibe with the rest of the team? Are they going to vibe with me as a leader? Are they going to be bought into the vision, the mission, the values? Are they going to exhibit the behaviors that we need them to in order to deliver on this business promise? Absolutely. Business owners don't think that way at the onset. You know, it's like, I need this now. I need this. We get this done. And that's it. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's like, it's re- even, even, it's like, what questions? Um, it's just, again, it's, it's the, the, the work that we've done. It's like just the questions that we ask. It's just you, you're able to really, um, mm-hmm. you know, get people out that, that, are, and, 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 and staying true to that, right? Because, mm-hmm. You'll have someone, oh, you know, it's like listening to your gut mm. right away. Like that little red flag that you have in the beginning, you, you hire someone and then all of a sudden, oh, some, um, this is a little loud. Listen to it very early on, girl. You are not wrong. You are not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, it's just creating these, these the question asking the right questions um and it's again it's not something that i would have been able to take the time to do on my own with a crazy schedule and managing the two locations and managing all the staff and all of that so taking a step back is is many many of us because i know that when we were making the decision to hire you it's like oh my god but it's going to be so much work to even Mm. give you the work that you need in order to help us Right, right, right. Because it's not work that is bringing in money right away. Yep. Um, g- kind of letting go of those things. Um, you know, it, it's just again, it's really important. That's such a great point to bring up because it often does feel that way. Like I was going through the same process for an, a nonprofit that I'm on the board for, and saying like, here's how we, what we need to do in order to effectively hire our first hire as a nonprofit. And somebody said the same thing, like that we're hiring somebody because we need the help, but we have to do this work. That feels like a lot of work right now. Like I'm overwhelmed. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be work. It's just the difference between putting in the work right now to lay that foundation and do it right versus doing the work to get what you think you need right away. But then guess what? It's going to be work down the line when you make a bad hire. And right. when you, now you've invested all of this time, energy, and money in training hiring somebody. Training to technicality instead of training to fit and, you know, mm-hmm. culture and vibe and all of these things. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. And in preparation for this training that I did last week, the stat is that if you make a bad hire, it can cost your business an estimate of 30% of that hires like first year salary and that's just that's the the hire right you also lose like 17 percent of uh, a manager's time who now has to manage that bad performer and those issues that come about and you know this when you have a bad hire and someone who doesn't fit with the culture then there's all this drama so there's disengagement with the team and then you start to lose those people. Yeah, there's like this ripple effect and you lose the people who are already engaged who are doing a great job. And they're like, why is this person even here? Like they don't fit in. They're not doing as well. Mm -hmm. It creates all of these issues. And so we think to your point, oh, I, I don't have time to go through this like process. 
in order to do this right, like I just need to get this done and without realizing it, it's actually more beneficial to put that time and those resources and doing it right the first time because it's going to give you headaches down the line. Absolutely. So thank you for bringing that up. Absolutely. Do it now. Do it now. Save yourself mm-hmm. trouble. You know, it's not something that we think about when we're getting ready to start a business either. It's like, oh, my mm-hmm. friend, all we're thinking is the service offering, the website, yep. the marketing, the this, the that. Well, you got to worry about who who you're you're not a great leader without a great team yes exactly and you're the way that you think about your client experience is how you should be thinking about your employee experience quite frankly um yeah so thank you for bringing that up and again i commend you so much because aside from investing in hr consulting to elevate certain processes and train your team, you have also invested as a leader in one-to-one leadership coaching for yourself. Why was that important to you? And how do you think it's impacting how you show up for your team? Um, I Well, first of all, we don't invest enough in ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're, again, stuck in this, like, day-to-day. And I, and, and, and I like to say it's like I have a... I have an MBA from the University of Michigan, top 10 programs in the country. And yes. I, you know, <laughs> I did not go into corporate America, but the things that you learn in school about leadership and organization, even if it's a top MBA, if you're not applying it every single day, but again, things, things fall when you're in your day to day and putting out fires, it's, it's hard to do that. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the leadership coaching for me was important because I wanted to move into more ease mm. and know what are my areas that I need to focus on that don't come easy for me. Um, mm. and for me, it's been a lot of like, you know, just communication and engagement with, with the team. It was also really good to see how the team sees me. Mm. Um, um, through this and, and, and have really actionable items that I can, you know, put in place in order to just, again, improve my relationship with, with the team, because it's a small business at the end of the day. Um, and I, as a leader can't be so far removed from them. Like Mm -hmm. my team is not just working for our clients they're 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 here because of the leadership right mm-hmm. they're, they're here to make connections they're here to um make connections with 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 us um and i've had i've had team members that have told me listen i'm i'm you make it you make it the reason why i'm still here you know when oh. there's chaos when there's this when there's that like i i and just hearing that in the last, um, especially with with everything that 2023 has brought, um, hearing that makes every single investment that I've made into myself worth it. Um, because I know that I am doing the work. I am yeah, doing- you are. You are doing the work and you, first of all, have been open to it and you're coachable. You are open to feedback, you are open to trying something new, to doing the stuff that is hard. So you mentioned ease. And yes, 
let's invite more ease into our lives. And sometimes I would say most of the time, the way we get to ease is a very like arduous, it's a ghetto road, okay? It's a ghetto road. Like it is not easy easy to get to ease because there's work. We have to do the work to, you know, sort of reprogram ourselves, reprogram a lot of the things that we've learned that don't serve us. And, you know, what might've gotten you... to to a certain point in your leadership journey might not get you to the next level. So how do you learn new habits and new tools and new ways of thinking and new ways of taking care of yourself so that you can get to that next level? That's not easy. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think that it's going back to social media, going back to social media. (laughs) It's, it's what the, it's, it's, what is sold online? Oh, this right. can, this is ease and do this. It's the band-aid, right? It's like band-aid solutions. Mm-hmm. You want to be great. No, it's not easy. You want to build um, generational wealth. It is not easy. You mm-hmm. want to, um, you know, uh, it's, it's not easy. Nobody said it is. And, and, and I really do. Um, I'm fully aware that it's not easy. And so I really do resent um, a lot of this messaging that it's like, oh, um, if it's not easy, it's not for you. I think it's total BS, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really understanding that we have to kind of live in this in-between of sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not. But how we deal with both mm-hmm. of those and kind of like straddle in the middle yeah. Um, is really what's going to make the difference because it's not always going to be. And if every time something gets hard, you're what dropping and, and right. <laughs> dropping out of the face of the earth, it's not going to, you're, you're not, you're never going to get to the greatness and the impact that you're truly here to make. Yeah. It's just not realistic. It is definitely a balance uh, of both and, and really tapping into yourself and trusting when, when you know that it's, it's truly not easy because it's just not for you. And when it's, it's not easy right now because there's something that I need to figure out. It's not always, oh, it's not for me. That's mm-hmm. not realistic. That's not life. Mm-hmm. The reality is we, we do have to do a certain level of work to get to the point where, okay, I know how to differentiate between what's meant for me and what's not. And what is meant for me that I just need to do something differently and bring in different tools, all of the things. The help. The road yeah. to help. Yes, yeah. the help, the support, all of those things. So the road to ease isn't always easy. It's most of the time it's not, but you will get to invite and manifest more of that ease. The more it's kind of like that saying that like, the luckier, the, the harder you work, the luckier you get. I feel like that's the same way with ease. The 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 more clarity you gain and the more you can ground yourself and do this kind of work the work that we've been doing together it's when you can have more of that ease because you're also managing your emotions differently so the work you know the leadership coaching that we offer is grounded in emotional intelligence and and Dira mentioned feedback from the team part of that assessment is getting a 360 from the team so it's really like lasering in on well, here's how I think of how I make decisions. However, I'm getting feedback that my team thinks I make decisions in this other way. So there's clearly a blind spot where I think I'm making, you know, fast decisions that are the best for the team. They think that I'm 
leaving them behind and are not informed. And I'm not saying that's necessarily your case, but as an example. And so when people feel like they're not a part of the process of decision-making, they're also not as bought in. Okay, so now as a leader, I understand I need to bring them along the journey in some ways so that they could be bought in and so that they don't feel so removed Mm -hmm. from my vision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that journey of doing that does create more ease like later on when you're trying to create a new change because now you know how to do that more effectively. And here we go again with right now you set up the process and the procedures that you need so that later you gotta mm-hmm. do the work now so that later exactly <laughs> there's more exactly there's more. deferred gratification. Um okay so As we start to wrap up, well, you know, at the end of our coaching sessions, I ask you to reflect on what's your pearl, what's your key takeaway from our session. So for our listeners, what's a pearl, a key takeaway from being a business owner that you want to share with other business besties? Hmm. Um, Resting without judgment. Mm, is okay mm-hmm. uh, yes and yeah no I think that's the biggest one and and it's it's one of my pearls from from our sessions I save them all but <laughs> I, I have to get I have to you know continue to remind myself um you know not not feeling bad when I do need to rest um mm-hmm. because again as as entrepreneurs um we're again pulled in so many different directions all day and sometimes you just need time to not do anything and that is okay yes Um, it's okay to hide it's okay to hide um don't judge yourself for it yes rest is productive even though we might feel like we're being lazy or, you know, there's so much I could be doing instead. No, there isn't. This is the best thing that you can do for yourself right now is just get a good night's sleep. Absolutely. absolutely. And recharge. Yes. I love that. So before we wrap up, where can our listeners find you and how can we support my wellness solutions? Oh, well, um, we are on Instagram at MWS health. Um, you can visit our uh, website, mywellnesssolutions.com to learn about all of our service offerings. Um, and you can always support by taking care of yourself and being and knowing that if you go to a, your primary provider and you're feeling all sorts of different symptoms and your provider is telling you everything is okay. There's nothing wrong, but you are feeling all over the place. Know that you're not wrong. Don't allow yourself to get, um, you know, dismissed by, by your doctors. Listen to your body. You know yourself, um, you know, whether, whether it's with us or just finding, finding a new, a new practitioner, it's important. Um, we know ourselves best. Mm, that's such a powerful reminder. Thank you for that. Oh my goodness, Indira. Thank you, you for thank your you, time thank you. today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are my ideal customer. I love working with you, you and your team. And I'm just so grateful that we got connected when we did. I'm so proud of you, how open you've been throughout this journey, how dedicated you are to getting to that next level of greatness. 
for yourself and for your business and how hard you work to serve our community. So thank you for everything that you do. I have no doubt that you will continue to soar. And I'll be right here rooting for you, front row seat. So here's to you. you. You're welcome. Here's to you and your continued business success. Cheers y balante. Hello, business besties. Mil gracias. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you had at least one pearl to take away with you, please pay it forward. Share a link text to your business bestie, a screenshot on social media, or some love in the form of a rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you're a service-based small business owner ready to maximize your people resources, email us at hola at propelonpurpose.com for a free HR consultation. Remember, though entrepreneurship can feel lonely and like a constant grind, you don't have to do it alone. So let's pop.